on Friday afternoon, July 28th, 2006, I got that dreaded turn on your TV right now phone call. Jonathan and I were senior rabbis at Temple Beth Am in Seattle. We had a rare Friday night off, and we were preparing to sit down to Shabbat dinner with guests. A shooter had entered the Seattle Jewish Federation building, spewed anti-Semitic and anti-Israel statements, and shot six women. I rushed to join other rabbis at the hospital. I was asked to go into a waiting room where a young woman sat. Just before I entered the waiting room, someone whispered to me, we think the gunman killed her mom, but she doesn't know that yet. We sat for hours until at long last, late into the night, Seattle Chief of Police Gil Kurlikowski came into the room. I'll never forget this. He got down on one knee and as gently as one could told the daughter that her mom, Pamela Wechter, our friend and devoted member of the Jewish community, was killed in a deadly incident of anti-Semitism. Years after this tragic event, my memory of the way the Seattle chief police lowered himself on that knee to demonstrate empathy, compassion, and humility it's always stayed with me. For ages, traditional Jews used their knees to express humility before God when saying such prayers as Baruch Hu, Amidah, or Aleinu. But Reformed Jews did not. In the mid-1970s, a representative from the Union of American Hebrew Congregations came to our little Reform temple and taught us that it was traditional in the middle of the word Baruch to bend at the knee and bow just a little. This way, he explained, we could use our entire body to express a depth of gratitude to God. Many of the adults thought this was kite. I think some still do. But the kids loved it and brought these new old practices to Jewish summer camps. The Hebrew root, bet, resh, chaf, is the root of the word berkayim, the Hebrew word for knees. Our knees are the root of so many key words in Hebrew, Baruch, Bracha, Baruchu, all words of praise. Jewish tradition encourages us to say 100 brachot every day, to figuratively do 100 knee bends a day. 
awareness of our blessings is the Jewish way of life, expressing gratitude every day to God. That's the way we Jews use our knees. This past May 25th, George Floyd was arrested outside a shop in Minneapolis. During the arrest, Mr. Floyd lay on the ground, face down, handcuffed. An officer pressed his knee into Floyd's neck. That knee remained on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. What we have heard from Jews of color and from our black brothers and sisters in summer-long protests is this, I cannot live with that knee on my neck. We Jews who have our own history of oppression, a long history of authorities ignoring Jewish pain and suffering, we empathize. The experience of anti-Semitism is distinct from the experience of anti-black racism. We know the struggles are not the same. We know that some people experience both racism and anti-Semitism. But we ask, what is our role in lifting that knee? Many Jews, and we come in all colors, feel drawn to the struggle for racial justice. Our activism started even before our visible presence in the civil rights movement. Yet throughout Jewish history, Jews were so oppressed by authorities that we could not speak out loud for others. Now, even as anti-Semitism grows, even so, most white American Jews are in a position today where we can use our voices combined with our empathy to combat racism. We can do what we have always wanted others in power to do with us. Our speaker later today, Ibram Kendi, describes the still ongoing journey toward being an anti-racist, and it is a journey. White Jews have not always seen the systemic nature of racism, but a growing number do now. Even as we admired the courage of Colin Kaepernick whenever he took a knee, we did not always think to use our knees for justice, but increasingly, we do now. Some of us have thought you can either support Israel or black lives. That just doesn't make sense. I am a proud Zionist whose rabbinate is dedicated to teaching love and support for the Jewish state of Israel to my core, and I proclaim that black lives matter. Black lives matter 
is a decentralized organization. In 2016, some organizations affiliated with Black Lives Matter expressed explicitly anti-Zionist and anti-Semitic views. We reject that bigotry. We call out anti-Semitism wherever we see it. Go to the Black Lives Matter website. Check it for yourself. There is no mention of Jews or Israel. This is a movement to stop violence against black people. Let's refuse the either-or dichotomy that has been thrust upon us. Let's also reject the dichotomy that to be an anti-racist is to become anti-white. Every one of us is a child of God, created in God's divine image. There are times to bend the knee in humility and gratitude. And there are times to stand tall and make our voices heard. Speak up about anti-Semitism everywhere, in schools, in the proposed California statewide curriculum that excludes Jewish experience. Speak up about policies that perpetuate racism Congregants, meet with Ibram Kendi and Rabbi Bauer this afternoon. Everyone, join our San Francisco Black Jewish Unity Group. The details are on our website, and we would love to have your participation. Never accept the pernicious falsehood that justice and dignity are scarce resources that we must fight each other to obtain. One man uses his knee to extinguish the life of another. One man uses his knee to deliver the hardest news to a daughter who has just lost her mother. How we use our knees is a choice. On this holiest day of the year, Jewish tradition calls upon us to bend our knees so deeply in acknowledgement of our sins that we lie prostrate on the ground before the open ark, before God. Judaism also asks us to stand tall in righteousness. Tzadik ketamar yifrach, the righteous shall stand tall as a date tree. This is precisely the meaning of this day. In Judaism, to take a knee in justice is a call to stand tall in righteousness. <laughs>